Declan. Whoa, 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 whoa. Feels like I just woke up from some weird, like, cryo sleep. What's going on? We're back, baby. Holy shit. It's been so long. Call a safe point, but not for me. It's back. Oh, my God. Man. It's been a month. It's been a new year. It's been a Christmas. It's been a Kwanzaa. Not Hanukkah, though. Hanukkah was... Yes, Kwanzaa passed. All right, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it's been all those things. And Call a Save Point, but not for me, is fucking back and better than ever. And we're going to start off the new year... (laughs) Shut up. We're going to start off the new year talking about Halo, the Master Chief Collection. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So... I suppose we forgot to introduce ourselves. I am your co-host, Tully Hodgkinson. I'm your co-host, Declan Vervencourt. Hello, hi, all and all of you. Welcome to Call of Save Point, but not for me, where we are going to be talking about Halo the Master Chief Collection. Anyway, so to start, we, so to preface what we are going to be talking about this episode, we played the campaigns for the Halo 1, 2, 3, and Reach. So those are the four Halo games we managed to get through in this span of a, a month. Mm-hmm. So those are the ones we will be talking about. We probably could have played more of them had we uh, been on task, but um, I think both of us were kind of uh, like distracted with our own games that just happened to come out around now. <laughs> well, <laughs> we got mad sucked into Fortnite. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie, we've been playing... A shit ton of Fortnite. Fortnite's actually pretty good. And then um, Shimagami Tensei 5 came out and that fucked me over. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, you were playing a lot of Pokemon. Uh, well, not particularly. I played some Pokemon, but the funny thing is one of the games that I got sucked up in was Halo Infinite. I played a <laughs> lot of the Halo Infinite campaign. Yeah, right. So... <laughs> Basically, my my games were like Pokemon, briefly Halo Infinite, and Fortnite were like the real time sinks mm. in the last month. All right, but anyway, back to the back to being on topic. So, Declan, I want to ask, like, overall, how would you rate your your Halo experience? I am torn. <laughs> I I really really did not like the first three games mm-hmm. but reach was pretty good <laughs> i did reach was all right i like that really yeah um i thought you liked two yeah well i okay i gotta explain this then halo 2 i liked because of the uh updated cutscenes, and that was it it was like watching mm-hmm. a movie i mean like gotcha. it's weird the master chief collection but I, I didn't really enjoy master chief all that much mm-hmm. you know <laughs> Yeah, I think, like, part of the reason why uh, Halo is such a big deal definitely does not come from its main protagonist, because he is just kind of, like, this faceless nobody who really doesn't have, like, a ton of personality, and I think that's definitely one of, like, the biggest knocks against Halo, Mm -hmm. but I think where a lot of, like, the love for this franchise comes from is definitely in the gameplay. Yeah. The gunplay is really good, and it's like you know it um, pioneered the way for like first-person shooters, right? Especially in console with twin stick, and uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, it, it, it still holds up today, like pretty good. I, so I, I got to give that to Halo 1 specifically, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it's kind of crazy. Because I imagine if you went back and played, like, a lot of the games that came out on the original six, on the original Xbox, I mean, they probably don't hold up very well. Right. I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot of games from that generation that don't hold up well. But the 360 especially, considering that there wasn't a big focus on, like, exclusive games... Mm-hmm. Um, but Halo 1, for whatever reason, like, you definitely wouldn't expect it to hold up. But, you know, I definitely wouldn't say it's, like, on par with, like, 2 and 3. I definitely think each of those games kind of improves on the original iteration of what Halo Combat Evolved was. Mm-hmm. But Halo 1 is still pretty fucking fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Halo 1 is really fun gameplay-wise, but, you know, the story, <laughs> not so much. In my opinion, yeah. anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Halo 1 is definitely, like... I think it's definitely the precursor. I... Here's here's what I'll ask you. Of, like, of the, th- the first three Halo games, like, in the original trilogy, which one would you say is the one that you liked the most? Well, I think we've, we've already uh, covered that it's Halo 2. Um, mm-hmm. it, it introduces dual wielding, number one, which I think is really fun. Um, everyone gets to play as Master Chief. There's no fucking dog shit where you're like, one is the Arbiter, which is admittedly pretty lame, and the other one is Master Chief. I got to play as the Arbiter in three. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, he grew on me, so whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think all around Halo 2 is the best because it explains things. Heavy spoilers for the trilogy here. Um, like yeah heavy spoilers for a 20 year old franchise exactly um but like you know the the flood which i hate gets explained and makes it a little more understandable um you get to like converge and realize that the covenant isn't all one thing and like you're you're fucking like teaming up with the boys the elites to take out a greater evil for the time being at least and you know Mm -hmm. Um, I I just think that it like does a lot of setting up for three, and three isn't too far behind on it to be honest. But I think it, it it's mm-hmm. where all of like the groundwork is for it. Yeah, for sure. I think Halo One is definitely very clearly meant to be, like especially with the hindsight of you know the twenty plus years that this game has existed. Like it definitely the more it co- like the more time goes by, feels like the sort of game that was meant to be like the setup for a much more grander sequel Mm -hmm. but i mean you know if on its own it's still a great piece of you know video game history but i think i definitely have to agree with you that you know two and three managed to make the the characters and the story a bit more interesting yeah but i i did have a problem with three and that was the fact that uh like throughout the entire game you get slowed down to like a crawling speed because cortana has to say some edgy fuck shit to you (laughs) yeah that was super fucking annoying yeah it got annoying really quick and all she's saying like one or two things but it takes like a whole minute for her to get it out (laughs) and then you're just like walking super slow and i just i did not like that yeah i i personally would say 
uh, I think this is where you and I differ a bit. Like, I would say of the original trilogy, three is probably my favorite. I I felt like of all of the games, like Halo three definitely definitely went by the quickest, but it also kind of felt like, you know the gunplay is where halo really came into its own like in that moment Mm -hmm. like the guns just felt more powerful and i felt like i was doing more like even the assault rifle which generally isn't like the best gun in any halo game ever like i mean that thing still ripped through a ton of shit in halo 3 Mm -hmm. um and i think i think personally the story in halo 3 isn't necessarily better than in halo 2 because they're basically the same story just a continuation of each other right um but i just think the like the the wrap-up that halo 3 brings is much more satisfying yeah yeah i guess because it, it kind of feels like it was cut in half mm-hmm. well it was because I, th- I told you this while we were playing oh but yeah right halo 2 and 3 were technically supposed to be one game but the scope of both of them was so large that they had to cut it in half and that's why halo 2 ends on such a big cliffhanger right yeah that makes sense (laughs) um but yeah i mean like that that and like i don't know just like i guess what i'm trying to get at is like all the whole like first series focuses on um them trying to do one thing with a halo and they end up destroying one and then finding another and they're like oh, guess what? Now we're going to do it again. And the Covenant's like blinded by the fact that, what's his name? Truth is an asshole, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I, it's just like, to me, it, it seems just like kind of cliched. And I think, um, I think that has something to do with the fact that uh, it's been so long and people probably have like, leapfrogged off the back of halo to make things but because because i was so late to this i've only ever played halo like twice in my entire life up until now mm-hmm. um maybe that's why it seems like such like so many other like media that i've seen it's because mm-hmm. it's like already been a presence for years but I'm, yeah like halo only feels like a cliche because it started the cliche exactly that's you know? that's what i'm trying to say yeah pretty much mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely, like, Halo now, like, as a franchise, like, it's unfortunate because Halo is not nearly as groundbreaking as it used to be, especially during its original trilogy, Mm -hmm. but, like, going back to it, it definitely, I would say, personally, like, I would say the franchise has aged particularly well, like, all of those games are still a ton of fun to go back to. And, you know, you definitely can't say that about a lot of early games in that era. Right. Um, But I don't know. There's just something for me, like, I don't even necessarily have a ton of nostalgia for the first three Halo games. Like, I probably played the first one, like, pretty early on in my childhood, but I don't, like, I wasn't conscious enough to remember it. And then I played... I played Reach. Like, Reach is the Halo game that I played a fuck ton of. Mm-hmm. So that's the one I'm, like, the most familiar with. Then I played 4 and, you know, when all those games subsequently came out. Um, but I really didn't play 2 and 3 until, like, relatively 
recently. I would say Halo 3 I played sometime after Halo 4 came out, but Halo 2 I didn't end up playing until maybe two or three years ago on the Master Chief Collection, so I'm like, for a pretty decent chunk of what makes this franchise so substantial and, you know, groundbreaking, I'd never really played like some of the very quintessential Halo games until very later on in their life cycle, but... Wow. I, I would have never yeah. guessed with how much high praise you have for the Halo series, but I guess that kind of stems from Reach more often. Uh. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because I also deeply, deeply love Halo 4, and that's the game where people think, like, okay, this is the like the start of the downfall of this franchise because people well, really don't like 4, but I adore 4. I don't know anything so. about 4. <laughs> 4 is definitely, like... Um, I don't want to spoil anything because I'm going to make you play the rest of the Halo games at some point. But like Halo is definitely a large departure from what Halo used to be. And I know a lot of people don't like that. Well, I mean, when you're when you're used to something for so long, I guess it would make sense. But after Mm -hmm. four games, right, you'd want to like change things up. Yeah, well, 4 is also when Bungie stops making the Halo games and they give it to 343. So that also has something to do with it. That makes sense. Because that's when Bungie went on to go make Destiny. Yeah, well... Is there... I know you don't, like... It's very apparent to me that you don't love Halo. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't harbor the same feelings as you. (laughs) Is there, like, a particular reason, like, why... It might be because I was forced to play all of them, like, subsequently right now. Um, Yeah, that's fair. But uh, I think there's something deeper there, too. I guess it's, like, it seems so normal compared to the stuff that I usually play nowadays, you know? Like, I play some out-there shit and, like... um, coming back to something more grounded it seems almost a little boring to me mm-hmm. but I, I i don't know it's i'm i'm definitely gonna catch a lot of flack for anyone listening to this that likes halo and there's a lot of people out there who like halo um but i don't know i just i felt like everything that was happening was just like oh you're kidding me i gotta do this now and like there's just so much fighting and there's nothing else like really to, it doesn't offer a whole ton but mm-hmm. um it's not to say i hate it it's solid all around um i just didn't enjoy it as much as um most people did when they played it mm-hmm. and uh i get that yeah i mean it's not a bad game i i enjoyed my time playing it um but i did not enjoy um starting any of the games (laughs) yeah um but like you know that was by mission five or six it was it was all right you know like getting yeah part of the reason why i like i required us to play co-op is because i knew if we didn't then you wouldn't get through all of the games i wanted you to play because i think i think part of the allure for a lot of halo fans and part of what made it fun for me playing this time around is the co-op like Mm -hmm. it's just fun to run around as master chief and completely fuck shit up and like you know the times where we we would like kill each other or (laughs) like just do like stupid shit or like all the times you would fuck up driving or i would fuck up driving Mm -hmm. like 
I think that's definitely always been um, a lot of the attraction to Halo is just like whether it's the multiplayer or co-op campaign or firefight or forge even like all of the different aspects that this game that these games bring for co-op or multiplayer is like I mean it's it's top notch. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I mean a lot of its pull is definitely from. Uh, the co-op experience I could not see myself beating more than maybe Halo 1 and starting Halo 2 for this in the last month mm-hmm. it would not have been possible so I'm glad you decided to go that route uh, yeah it's it's kind of like how you probably wouldn't have beaten near if I didn't come out and sit next to you and help you out with things that's true so that's very true I mean, hey, you know, bringing bringing each other up for this kind of stuff, it's uh, definitely worth it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I guess there's not really... It's kind of hard to do a slapper cat for four different games. So I guess I'll ask you, like, which one... Which game had your favorite soundtrack? Uh, Not that there really is much of, like... They all kind of sound the same. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I had to give it to one, probably... uh, Oh my god, no. Halo 2 and th- or no, yeah, Halo 2 with the filter on. Dude was making riffs. I remember oh, yeah, the electric that's right. guitars. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, to I ha- Halo 2. About that. <laughs> Halo 2 is so good. It, only in like the revision for the Master Chief collection. But um mm-hmm. damn, that they had some good music in there for I forgot about that. Yeah. There are a lot of missions where I mean, just in general, the Halo 2 soundtrack uh, in the anniversary edition is like completely tweaked because I would switch back and forth between the original and remastered graphics, and it's like the sound design is completely different. Like, like in the original graphics, everyone feels like everything feels like super muted and quiet, but then you jump to the remastered graphics, and it's everything is like loud and in your face, and it's fucking awesome. Well, did you also notice that like it, it would have to change the soundtrack every time you you uh, swapped? So like yeah, because it's different. It's like different music too. Yeah. So like, if if you change it over, it would have to like stop it and then put in the other soundtrack. So it was like quiet for mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but Cause... yeah, Halo Two Anniversary Mega Slap for me. I'd say that was the best one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of unfortunate because the the Halo CE Anniversary Edition came out before the Master Chief Collection. I think it came out in like fuck 2013 maybe and the master chief collection came out around the time halo 5 came out maybe so it came out like substantially after which is why the different anniversary editions look so different compared to the, to each other right but like the the halo 2 anniversary collect the halo 2 anniversary edition makes me really excited for when they eventually do a halo 3 one cuz i mean it's 2022 and just the idea of getting to play, like, Halo 3 as, like, you know, and it looks like Halo Infinite or something like that would be really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, like, um, you remember when we were playing Halo 2 and I was like, man, if if the Halo series was just one big movie that looked like this, I would be totally down for that. But, you know. Yeah. Like. The cutscenes so and, good. like. The cutscenes in Halo, I would say, like, 4, 5 even to some degree, and the Anniversary Edition are all really fucking cool. Yeah. 
it actually just seems like a movie it was kind of like watching like star wars except halo <laughs> you know yeah like a big budget yeah. film as the cutscenes. there were definitely a ton of times where you and i were both like man if we just like if they just made a halo series that looked like this i would fucking watch it yeah definitely i think i think if they did something like that with all with like the the engine that they used to make the uh the cutscenes in the anniversary i think it'd be amazing i think it would do a lot better mm-hmm. than maybe they think but you know i mean they're coming out with a live action halo show <sighs> of course they are <laughs> yeah but the problem is that show has been in development for so fucking long i doubt that it'll, it'll even come out in the first place to be honest with you or it'll hold up like to the hype kind of like cyberpunk e- yeah like it was so long people are excited for it but it's just gonna flop yeah i don't know i'm not like super excited for that but who knows maybe it will be good maybe it won't yeah you know never uh don't knock it until you try it if it ever comes out and you can try it i guess (laughs) yeah right yeah so i have a question what's up so like I mean, I I, I kind of dropped my my Halo my Halo Two like gush. I after thinking about it, maybe Halo Two is better than Reach in my opinion. No, it's not. Reach is way better. But um, I mean, obviously, you like Reach the most. So if you want to start gushing about that, go ahead. I'm not even gonna ask yeah. you which one was your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, of all four, I think Reach is definitely my favorite. Although I will admit, like. If I think about it, of all the Halo games, like, I would personally say objectively, like, it's definitely not the best Halo game. Mm. I still think, you know, I still think I'm more willing to give that to 3, considering that we put that game on our greatest games of all time list. Yeah. But I still think, like, personally for me, Halo Reach is my favorite Halo game. Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, I grew up with it. But also just because I kind of appreciate the step back from you know, Master Chief and his big mission to end the war. Exactly. Like, there's something really nice about having characters that, like... I mean, it's not like they get a ton of character development, which, you know, is necessary for a lot of characters, but, like, at least these characters have a little more personality than just, like, what is essentially a suit of armor, which is all that Master Chief really is, if you really think about it. Yeah. And, you know, like... As much as the game can, it really makes you, at least in my opinion, it really makes you love these characters and, like, it really makes you feel like you're a part of Noble Team and, you know, spoiler alert, uh, watching, you know, watching all of them die is actually, I actually find it really sad. Yeah, it's definitely not the best. Um, I mean, some of them hit harder than others. I won't go into details about which one I didn't like (laughs) because fringe but you know yeah i wish like, cat didn't die there's something really <laughs> like <laughs> like for me there was something really i don't want to say like emotional because i didn't like cry at the end of halo reach uh but like <laughs> imagine if you did, like i'm not like i mean when i was a kid i probably cried i but, almost like, teared up there's something really like moving almost to watch like you know because the first three halo games kind of mention the fall of reach like here and there in like 
offhanded like dialogue lines and at the end of halo 3 um like the holland says to the arbiter like what you did to my kind i can't forgive like i've i've seen what you i've seen what you've done on you know reach or whatever but like you don't really know what happens and then you play reach and you watch it happen and like you know from like in the start of the game you're just this like you're just a rookie new to this this halo like or not halo squad what the fuck am i talking about <laughs> but this like this this squad of spartans and like you're just on like what the game starts off and you're just in a recon mission and you discover the covenant is on the planet and then it just devolves from there into like you know like to a point where you think you're going to win the war because George sacrifices himself to destroy the the supercarrier but then you know more come in and then you realize like oh this this has gone from like this has gone from a battle to win back the planet to like you know we now have to evacuate the planet because mm. we lost it like, we we have lost yeah like we have lost this fight and now we have to do everything we can to salvage what we like whatever we can and you know in the final mission when you like you eventually like when Emil dies and there's nobody manning that uh the big mac cannon anymore and you have to be the one to do it and you basically have to admit to yourself like i like i'm not gonna make it off this planet i'm basically gonna i'm gonna stand my ground and die like the rest of my team did just to ensure that the pillar of autumn can get off the planet except for one it's like shit. Yeah, except for June. June, yeah, June is the only canonical survivor of Halo Reach. But like, Damn. I don't know. For something like, there's something for me that's really moving about like, you know, it really puts into perspective like, uh, the like the first three Halo games really is about humanity losing this like the war against the Covenant, mm-hmm. and I think, whereas, it's a little hard for you like if you're not really paying attention in the original halo trilogy it's kind of easy to miss that like it just kind of feels like oh you're just traveling to a bunch of halo rings to destroy them but like reach really makes it sink in like yeah humanity is losing this fight and here is like concrete proof like like reach basically falls in like two months Mm -hmm. it's fucking crazy i really that's at least for me that's why i love reach so much Especially that last mission. It's super moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Current objective, survive. <laughs> yeah. Lone Wolf is one of my favorite missions in Reach, and it's not even, like, there's not even a whole lot to it, you know? Yeah. I Also, I'm sorry for calling the uh, the fact that uh, Six dies mid mid uh, gameplay session and <laughs> yeah you called it in the last mission you were like so six dies and i was like uh no <laughs> and i was like he doesn't die i was like there's no way he doesn't we never see him again <laughs> <laughs> and you were like that that doesn't matter i mean like this person comes back and i'm like no i'm pretty sure and then just there's silence and all of a sudden you're no fun <laughs> yeah because i was i was really hoping because i knew like i knew you didn't really care about like their other halo games but i was like okay this is the one where he's gonna care about these characters and then he's gonna be really sad when they die and then you know for some of them you were sad but and i'm like laughing at george dying and you're like "Mm." yeah well, I mean, to be fair, we were making jokes that he, like, picks us up and kisses us and then throws <laughs> us into the void of space. I mean, 
Cat was sad, and I like, yeah. actually yelled no. But I mean, like it happened so fast, like <laughs> it was mm-hmm. almost hard to like feel bad because you just get sniped and that's it. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the thing, though. Is it's like, you know, it, like, it. That's just how it happens now. Like, you go from George sacrificing himself to the the planet is falling, and you know it's every man for himself at this point. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, the most moving death was six though because he actually played as him the entire um, game, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, you have to like watch as he dies. Yeah. So that's that, that's pretty sad. But Carter, <laughs> I called it like a second before it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were like, "Why doesn't he just kamikaze into the scare?" And then he he's does like it? turning around to do it. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny. I I, I pretty much called all of them <laughs> except for like except for George. Yeah. And Cat, I didn't know that one. But yeah, everyone else, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Except no, wait, no. I said um, Emil was gonna make it out because I saw an action figure of him at the store. That's true. You didn't. You did not think Emil was going to die, but he did. So mm-hmm. damn. Rest in peace. But yeah, I mean, that that whole game is is, is pretty good compared to the uh, the first three. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that was the best one. I was really, like, I remember when I was a kid, like, I was really surprised to see that they were making a Halo game without Master Chief in it, <laughs> but, because, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I was a kid who had never played the original Halo trilogy, so I just assumed, like, oh, that's weird, why would they make a fucking Halo game without Master Chief in it? Mm-hmm. But I played it, and it, like, but it almost made, like, playing the original Halo trilogy later in life, like, better, because it does sort of give you, like, a like a framework for what like what it really is like fighting the covenant you know yeah um speaking of like being dis or not disappointed but being confused as to why they wouldn't uh just have master chief in reach <laughs> um when i was younger i got um some some alien al- what some halo uh master <laughs> chief figures. what was that i don't know uh i got some halo figures with a warthog and i was like super excited until i realized i didn't have master chief with it but (laughs) it was george and and uh cat i didn't know until now but (laughs) as soon as we booted up halo reach and i saw the teal armor i was like oh my god (laughs) it's her that's it's the action figure it's the action figure that i i played with for so long (laughs) oh but yeah that was pretty funny (laughs) yeah I think that has something to do with my uh, weird attachment to Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like, I think, like, Cat is fun. I think, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of personality she brings to the team, like her sass, like, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, for, for whatever reason, I've had a lot of, like, offhand experience with Halo stuff, but I've never, like, buckled down and done it myself i don't know why mm-hmm. it's weird but now i'm kind of glad i didn't <laughs> yeah like i knew i could kind of tell like the whole time that you know you might not have been like 
enjoying yourself per se <laughs> like i could tell that you weren't like super engaged in halo but i could tell that you could definitely appreciate like what halo is yeah well, and i think that's really all that matters personally yeah i i mean obviously going into it i didn't have like a great mindset like i already knew i wasn't really gonna like it but um mm-hmm. i didn't want to ruin... i kind of knew that too to some degree yeah i, I didn't want to ruin your experience with it and playing with me so i kind of you know kept it on a tight leash i didn't complain mm-hmm. too much but i did a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah well there were definitely parts where i was like yeah that's fair <laughs> <laughs> or like parts where it was like we just kept dying over and over and i was like this is fucking bullshit <laughs> like I'm, yeah if we i remember i was like if we die one more time i'm literally quitting <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what it was but i do remember saying that <laughs> i think that was during one of the flood sections in halo 2 Oh, yeah, we kept getting just, like, absolutely annihilated for no reason. I was so mad. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Oh, man. I wanted to quit during uh, the library mission in Halo 1. I fucking hate that mission. I didn't really have a problem with that one. That mission sucks fat nuts. The only issue with that one is when we fell into that, that hole and got stuck. and <laughs> We had to restart the whole oh, mission. Yeah. And it was, like, that, like 20 minutes. That mission in particular is sort of like the perfect example of one of the main complaints that people have about Halo, which is like there are a lot of sections in a lot of these Halo games where you're just walking through like the same gray like forerunner built corridor and people really don't like that about the franchise. And that's like the perfect example of that because you're Mm -hmm. literally walking through the same environment for like 20 minutes and it's just not fun. Yeah, I I mean, I I still... still say I, I didn't really mind that i was but i think if it was like halo 3 that that mission was in i would probably have been more mad yeah i think i had a higher tolerance again <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know i think my like my opinion of it is also kind of soured because i played that mission on heroic and i remember mm-hmm. it took me four fucking ever to do it mm-hmm. and so i was like i'm so fucking done with this mission but i don't know maybe it's just me Maybe it's not as bad as I think it was. Yeah, I I don't know. I I have a weird relationship with higher difficulty in games. Sorry, this is going to be a little <laughs> tangent. Uh, but um, I, I kind of treat it like how I treat spicy food. I don't go out of my way to get it because I want to be able to enjoy my meal that I like. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, I don't want to blow my mouth off with spice. So, like, with harder yeah. difficulties, it's like... Why would I enjoy this perfectly good video, or why would I ruin this perfectly good video game with a harder difficulty that's gonna piss me off? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can see why people would want to do it. Like, it's about the, uh, like, uh, it's about doing it. You know, like on the hardest difficulty, it's about like completing it. It's like to, yeah, to say and I've did it. yeah, like I've talked about how, like, even on the show, like I've talked about how one of my goals in life is to beat Halo Reach on legendary just because i want to you know be able to say i do it not Mm -hmm. that it's like i mean it's definitely like frustrating and i don't even know that i would have fun doing it but i just feel like you know this game was such an important piece of my childhood that i feel like i should i feel like this is something i should do you know kind of like how getting all the achievements in skyrim was like something i really wanted to do like it's not like anything really (laughs) it wasn't all that bad actually but like it's like it's not even really anything like 
if anything, it kind of ruined my Skyrim experience when I did it because I truly felt like I didn't have anything to like work towards anymore. Mm. But it just felt like like it, it felt like I owed it to myself to do it, you know? Yeah. Kind of like how I feel like eventually I want to platinum uh, Persona 5 on uh, whatever, but uh, I know that I'm going to freak out because you have to like complete the entire compendium and there's millions of them. Yep. millions of uh shadows that you can collect and i'm just like oh i don't feel like i really want to ruin my taste <laughs> yeah this, this kind of stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh i mean hey maybe eventually i'll get around to doing that but <laughs> yeah. i doubt it maybe oh man all right declan yeah i want to jump into our vr segment quick okay do you have a topic i uh, know but i can come up with one okay I'll talk about mine first. Okay. So I actually think you might find this interesting. All right. So I don't remember how I stumbled across this, but I stumbled across a Twitter account. Mm-hmm. It's at um, ScreenShakes for those who want to go check it out. I, we can link it in the show notes actually too. Yeah. But it it is a Twitter account. Have you heard of this, Declan? No. Well, I, I've heard okay. of ScreenShakes, but I don't know what it is. Okay. So I don't... So, okay. So this Twitter account... Um, their their avatar picture like their profile picture they have it set up so in their in the pinned tweet on their account people can reply with different commands and the the profile picture is pokemon crystal and people are playing pokemon crystal through his profile picture what yeah like it's so every 15 seconds they pull a vote from what the replies are in the pinned tweet and it updates what the gameplay is in the profile picture. Oh my god. They currently have two gym badges. That's so cool. It's so fucking cool. That's awesome. I love it so much. Yeah. Wow. Every once in a while I'll and every time he beats a gym, or every time they beat a gym, he'll tweet out uh, a picture. Their team currently is a Spinarak, a Quilava, a Togepi, a Slowpoke, and an Oddish. The Oddish is named Transrites, which is <laughs> pretty great. But, yeah, I just think that's so fucking cool. Wow. That is awesome. I'm actually super interested. I might check that out. <laughs> yeah. It's such a great idea. Yeah. And it's so, it's like, it's kind of like, it's. it reminds me of Twitch Plays Pokemon in a way. Do you remember that? No. Twitch Plays Pokemon was basically the same thing. So it was like a Twitch stream and then people in chat could type in commands and that's how they would play uh, mm. the game. And I don't remember which Pokemon game it was, but I remember they ended up beating it. But it's it kind of reminds me of that. That's Where cool. like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that whole like... I mean, isn't the profile picture kind of hard to see though? <laughs> I'm not... No, because you can just click on it. Oh yeah, and it pulls up the full screenshot. Yeah, like right now they're in a Pokemon Center. That's cool. Man, like I probably would have never known about that had you not said anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember how I found it. It might have just been recommended to me on Twitter, but Mm. I just thought that was super fucking cool. Well, I actually uh, remembered something that I told you about. I think yesterday, (laughs) or it might have been the day before. Um, but <laughs> my segment is going to be on, uh, 
Drake putting hot sauce in his condom. Why? Because it's all that I could think of. It could be anything. Oh my god, that's true. That's funny. Uh, Drake had uh, sexual interactions with a uh, someone. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they met or whatever. Just a woman. Yeah. Um, And uh, after doing so, he immediately ran off to the bathroom and got rid of the condom. Um, so the lady dug through the trash to start putting his uh, sperm into her vagina because she's like insane, I guess. And uh, <laughs> she says it felt like lava was <laughs> traveling through her pussy when she found out that Drake put hot sauce in the condom to kill off the sperm cells. <laughs> I mean, I gotta give respect. That's fucking smart. And now she's trying to sue. But, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't want to comment on that, but I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty smart. Yeah, I th- <laughs> especially with uh, in his position, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but it's pretty funny it, though. It is hilarious. But, yeah, that's our pretty VR, fucking funny. Yeah. Well, I do actually also have another thing, All right. and it's I wanted to pull it in because it's related to what to the games we're playing. Okay. So. Uh, you know, the Master Chief Collection is basically on every platform but PlayStation and... Okay, so it's on Xbox and PC, so it's not <laughs> on every platform. No, it's on the Switch, but, bro. It's on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, but, you know, so that being the case, that kind of negates the purpose of the servers for the original Xbox mm. 360 versions. So, unfortunately, um, when was it? Let me look it up quick. So, it wasn't yesterday. It was the 13th. Uh, on the 13th of January, 2022, they they shut down the official Xbox 360 servers for uh, Halo 3, 4, and Reach. So sad. Uh, yeah. Well, it, was, it, it really is sad. Because, like, you know, obviously these games exist on other platforms now, but there's something, there's something different about like hopping into a Halo 3 game like through the Halo 3 lobby and listening to the music in that menu and mm-hmm. you know the same thing for Reach and like getting the like the combat points that you get in that game to earn like armor pieces like you know I don't know there's something there's something kind of sad about it like even though these games still exist in other forms and arguably better in these forms like mm-hmm. it's kind of sad to see the originals go you know yeah it really is like the end of an era. Truly. I mean I remember playing Halo Reach for one hour with you guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but on the originals, I don't know. I, I I don't have a huge uh experience with that kind of stuff, but it is sad to see it go. But yeah, I don't it is know. truly unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the end of my uh my VR segment. I guess I can chill out uh Shimagami Tensei 5, I've been playing that nonstop for a week. Uh, it's really fun. Check it out. <laughs> it's on the Switch. Okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but I actually don't know that I have a ton left to say about Halo. I think I've had I've said all that I needed to say. Yeah. I'm, so I think, I think we had a good maybe what we could do is, is kind of recap like what games we've been playing. You know, We sure. kind of mentioned it briefly at the top of the show, but just to kind of catch the, the, the listeners up. Yeah. 
Um, Do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, Since you've already brought up Shin Megami yes, Tensei? Yeah, so yeah, obviously I've been playing um, SMT5. It's a blast. It's a, Like I said, it's a Switch exclusive. Um, go check it out. It's really fun. If you like JRPGs, um, it is not for everyone. <laughs> I'll give you that. Um, and then uh, I am still playing a shit ton of Isaac. Um, I think I will always be playing Isaac for some reason. And uh, I started up playing Inscription, which is another fantastic game. Ooh. Um, That's a game I've been really meaning to play. Yeah. Um, it is It is really fun and uh, also very hard. <laughs> um, other than that, Fortnite. We've been playing a lot of Fortnite. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Should we talk about Fortnite for a bit? If you want. <laughs> Dude fucking it's kind of funny because you know we started playing Fortnite again like almost as a joke Mm -hmm. like i got i think it was on my birthday like i got drunk on my birthday because it was my 21st birthday i'm legally allowed to drink now you can't get me in trouble internet yeah um but i got i got drunk and then we hopped in a call with our buddy narc shout out to narc Mm -hmm. and uh you know, we we were like, oh, we should play we should play a game, and I was, and then Narc was like, let's play Fortnite. So we hopped into a game of Fortnite, and then like, won a game. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> Which is like, what the fuck? Oh. And like, and then we've just been playing it since, and it's a fucking blast. Yeah, it is really fun. Um, it might have something to do with the fact that I don't really play Apex that much anymore. Yeah, I and know. I don't really care for Apex anymore. Well, I mean, it's like. <laughs> what I, I, I just mean what, like Declan? i'm just saying for like like myself like apex is, it used to be like a huge pillar in my uh, yeah. games of choice mm-hmm. but yeah no, that's so true i don't know it's like it was funny too because i was list- there's a uh another video game podcast i listened to called the besties and they they like also happened to like for whatever reason, get back into Fortnite and, like, start playing it. And they did an episode about how, like, for whatever reason, like, like, they just, like, one of them managed to, like, hop into a game of Fortnite and, like, had a fucking blast with it. And just, like, how, um, like, Fortnite is kind of the closest thing to the metaverse that we have. Do you know what the metaverse is? Or this idea of the metaverse? What? I think I've talked to you about this before. Maybe. What do you what do you mean? So the metaverse is this idea of like um uh, the best way I can describe it is like like Ready Player One esque, where it's like it's this hub on the internet, whether it's through like VR or a game or some other like thing where it's like you know all of these different parts of the internet like different characters or I shouldn't even just say the internet but like just media in general like different characters from video games and TV shows like all like sort of in a central location and like you know um and it's like it's kind of like uh, maybe, like, Second Life is kind of a good example of what it would be like. Like, picture Second Life, but, like, popular, okay. and you can kind of be and do whatever you want. And I think Fortnite is kind of the closest thing we can get to it because it's, like, you know, there's these different characters incorporated in it. Like, 
you know, from Marvel to DC to Star Wars to fucking Street Fighter to, you know, like, shit, I don't even know, like, Rick and Morty and Naruto <laughs> and, like, like all of these different characters, and they're, like, like, they don't fit, but they don't feel out of place because it's not, like, you know, forced onto you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's sort of, like, the perfect example of, like, like a quote seamless integration of like these different characters and like these different aspects of Fortnite kind of becoming its own beast you know like Mm. hosting fucking like 21 savage concerts and fucking ariana grande concerts Uh which is like fucking wild and it's it it like genuinely blows my mind just how big like i don't think i i think you could make the I don't know what its like player base looks like. Like I don't know how many players it has, but I would assume it probably peaked like way back when it came out and it got like super huge. Mm-hmm. But Fortnite has pretty steadily stayed like a big. fucking like a really yeah, like a really big game. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I remember like right after Fortnite came out and no one really like cared <laughs> immediately. Mm-hmm. My uncle was yeah, like, like when the save like when yeah. it was just the like save the world mode. Yeah, my uncle was like, "Here, I'm gonna buy you this uh, new game I've been hearing about in Fortnite, Save the World." And I was like, "Okay, I'll check it out." And then uh, I played a little bit of Save the World, and it was all right. And then the Battle Royale came out, and I hated it. <laughs> now I think it's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy just how like, I mean, it was right around that time that PUBG got really big, mm. and. You know, it was before, like, it was really before, like, the Battle Royale scene was, like, huge. And this studio that's, like, it's got a game that's, like, basically failing. And nobody gives a shit about it. And they're, like, I mean, it's not like we have anything better to do. So they just, they threw some people and made a Battle Royale mode. And it's now one of the biggest video games on the planet still Mm -hmm. to this day. It's fucking insane. It is crazy. It's also really fun. It is pretty I feel like I didn't actually say any of that. It's fucking fun. Mm-hmm. And I actually feel good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I, I'm... Like, I feel like I can actually get good. Because, like, the... Um, like, weirdly enough, the bots in the game kind of make it nice. Because it makes you feel like, you know, you're actually doing something. Mm-hmm. And, like, the more you play and the more the bots kind of get, like, weeded out of the system... And it's just, like, players, and you're, like, actually fighting real people, and you can kind of, you know, use those, like, you use the skills you learn on the bots to fucking, you know, on the real people. It's actually kind of nice. It's almost like a uh, progression. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, it's fun. Uh, I take back all of the shit I gave to my little brother about uh, playing Fortnite. Um, (laughs) I know the damage has been done, (laughs) but, you know... (laughs) Oh, man. Sorry. Sorry, Griff. <laughs> uh, are there any other games that you've been playing? Um, Not particularly. I mean... I guess, like, in I kind of... I don't want to... Yeah, I don't really have a ton of, to, to say about Pokemon, because, you know, I played... I played, like, a bit. I think I beat the first two gyms, and the more I played it, the more I really wanted to play Pokemon Emerald. But I <laughs> am, like, at the same time, I'm also, like, not really in a Pokemon kind of mood right now, so mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, I'll just kind of stop playing. 
but I mean, I I had fun with it while I played it. Don't get me wrong, but it's mm-hmm. just now is not the right time for a Pokemon game. Um, but yeah, th- I also played some Halo Infinite, but I um, I don't really want to touch on that right now. I think I want right. to save that for uh, eventually the future. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's really like all from me. Yeah. Do you want to reveal your next game then, Declan? See, I am. I have the game. It took me a while to figure out which one I wanted to do. I didn't want to do something too big. I didn't want to do something um, too... Is this you stalling to finalize No, I have decision? one. I, I literally okay. have a game ready to go. I didn't want to... Okay. You know. Um, I'm just worried that you don't... You have no idea what this is. You've never heard of it in your life. <laughs> okay. We've been playing too many normal games lately, and I think we need to play a weird one. <laughs> so... Okay. We're going to be playing Yuppie Psycho. Have you ever heard of it? I've literally never heard of this game I in my entire you. life. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> what is it? How do you even spell that? Y-U-P-P-I-E. Y-U-P-P. Executive Edition? Yeah, that's, that's what, it. What the fuck is this? It's um, like a, a horror-style top-down uh, like puzzle game. Well, not a puzzle game. I shouldn't say that. It's like, it's kind of like, it's really weird. It's like survival horror, almost. I'm. It's it's really hard to describe, but I've played it before and I like it. Huh. But I. That's. This looks weird. That's what we'll be playing. I'm kind of excited for this because I've literally I've never heard of this game in my entire life. See, I, I wanted to pick a game that you wouldn't really know, <laughs> and that was <laughs> completely out there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's it's really fun and really charming game. It's like, mm-hmm. and it's also got horror elements. Cool. Um, and it, I'm it, excited. It, it kind of tells like a broader story about um, capitalism and stuff, but you know, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so yeah, I I'm excited to play it. Um, I'm also excited. It looks cool. I'm 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 glad. Um, but yeah, it's 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 gonna be a good, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the uh, that's the game, folks. That's the game. Uh, all right. So I suppose we should start plugging our shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an email address if you'd like to send questions. Uh, we did get an email recently. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's. It's just my sister, and she. the subject is IDK, and her email says, Hi, thank you, Elliot Hodgkinson. So <laughs> if you want to send more useful emails to the email address, uh, you can send those to callasavepointpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, there's also a Twitter account, uh, you know, where we make announcements for the show or, you know, maybe... Ideally, we'd like to interact with fans. Uh, but you can check that out at Call a Save Point. Go drop that a follow. Uh, also, if you would like to leave us a rating, not only on Apple Podcasts, but you can leave ratings on Spotify now. Hmm. Uh, so if you want to do that, that would be super jazzy. That would be amazing, as long as it's five stars. Or yes. four, or three, or two, or one. Doesn't really matter. Okay. It's not where I thought that was going to go, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just leave a review. I, yeah. We really appreciate it. Also, um, I feel like it's probably good to say this. Uh, 
you know, kind of spread the show around if you're interested. Yeah. Uh, we don't, like, advertise the show at all. It's just kind of... It's maybe you something know. we should look into, but <laughs> yeah, we just kind of we just kind of make it like we don't really make money off of the show to you know put money into advertising. Right. So if you just could, if you could just kind of you know share the the show around if you like it, and you know tell your your friends and your family, tell your grandma. I bet your grandma would like the show. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, your if you have like a, a hyper religious grandmother who you know, hates, hates gay people, um, is if you, if you have a racist and homophobic, uh, family member, this show is for them. So yeah, uh, if just exclusively share this, actually, I probably shouldn't say that. This is how we get one (laughs) stars. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'll take it at this point. If we got a one star review from somebody who said they're fucking, they're like horribly racist and homophobic family member to the show. And they were like, this show is for libtards. I would laugh. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'm I'm like craving any fan interaction or any other kind of thing. So if you, yeah, please, I really want to, I really want to grow the fan base of this show. So, you know, we can, we can do fun Mm. stuff with it. And And I mean, like right now, we're coming up. The only way we can really do that is for our listeners to, to share, share the love. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're coming up on our 20th episode here, plus extras. So, I mean, we got We got a lot. We got a lot to uh, to go through for people. So, uh, I mean, that's true. We I, I feel like we, we've earned it <laughs> somehow. I don't want to say I don't want to say we've earned. We're anything. the fucking best, think. dude. We're, we're amazing. bro. <laughs> we're the greatest podcast in the world. And I, I'm dumbfounded. Fucking at the tell fact, me otherwise. Dumbfounded at the fact that our. Our average listeners are 24 an episode. I'm dumbfounded. <laughs> We've already said in the show that we're better than Joe Rogan, and we need to prove it with the numbers. Yeah, we need to overtake Joe Rogan right now. <laughs> right now. We're going to Trojan horse's ass. How, no, we need to make sure we're still little, and then we'll infiltrate. And we'll come out even yes. bigger. Yeah, we need to. we need to go viral. I know how we can do that. Yeah. We can start saying some whack shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to get like pseudoscientists on and then smoke DMT <laughs> with them or whatever the fuck Joe Rogan does. I don't like Joe Rogan. Me neither. This podcast is stupid. It's horrible. Anyway. That's the show, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll see you in two weeks for the next episode. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.